Hello and welcome to HW News Report. Here you can listen to news from political and economical world. Follow this podcast now to stay updated. At HW News, we have been delivering news that matters to you. Our goal is to present you with information that simulates conversation around topics of larger public importance that are often lost in the noise of shrill prime time. Hello everyone, my name is Aarti and you are watching HW News. Old, rich, opinionated and dangerous. That's what George Soros was called by External Affairs Minister S. Jay Shankar almost two months ago. He had said that people like Soros start questioning the democratic setup when the electoral outcomes are not according to their liking. His statement came after the 92-year-old billionaire philanthropist at a Munich conference said that Prime Minister Modi will have to answer foreign investors and Parliament of India on fraud allegations against Adani. He had said, this will significantly weaken Modi's stronghold on India's federal government and open the door to push for much-needed institutional reforms. I may be naive, but I expect a democratic revival in India. Now, his statements triggered a massive controversy in India. The central ministers jumped in defense of Prime Minister Modi and attacked George Soros. There have been multiple conspiracy theories revolving around George Soros and his Open Society Foundation, which gives grants to several human rights organizations and NGOs across the world. According to conspiracy theorist, George Soros uses his money power to infuse funds in NGOs which in turn help in destabilizing governments in different countries. But while the Modi government has been slamming George Soros, an Indian Express report says that India is a top contributor of UN Democracy Fund by George Soros, whose mission is to promote democracy across the world through local and international NGOs and civil society organizations referred as CSOs. Many of these NGOs are already linked with philanthropic arm of George Soros. Well, let's talk about this in today's video. But before that, if you're watching this video on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, like this video and comment below it. If you're watching on Facebook, then please follow our page and share this video. Well, according to Indian Express, India has contributed over $32 million to the UN Democracy Fund since its inception in 2005 and remains its fourth largest contributor. The report says in 2022, India contributed $1,50,000 to the fund, the fourth highest among 45 donors after US, Sweden and Germany. Not only that, India's permanent mission to UN proudly announced this in a statement. The statement read as follows. India acknowledges that sustained support for UNDEF is particularly important in this crucial time for democracy efforts worldwide. India expresses steadfast support for UNDEF as it plays a distinct role in complementing other UN efforts to strengthen democratic governance around the world. Well, the Express investigation also found out that out of the 276 projects strengthening democratic governance that received UNDEF funds since 2015, as many as 68, which is nearly one in four, are being executed by CSOs linked to Soros' Open Society Foundation or its offshoots, either as a recipient of its donations 
or as a partner. Now, though UNDEF has been disbursing funds to NGOs linked to Soros from its inception, the Indian Express took 2015 as a starting point for its investigation because it was the year when the Modi government, which took office in 2014, began a crackdown on foreign funding of NGOs and introducing new rules under the FCRA law for filing of foreign grants and started a weeding out process. The report further says, ironically, while UNDEF funds organizations worldwide that have links to OSF, that is the Open Society Foundation, in 2016, the Home Ministry put OSF on a watch list, which means that it cannot extend any financial assistance to any organization or individual in India without prior clearance from the ministry. Indian Express also sent a query to MEA's permanent mission in New York, but no comments were received yet. Now, here are some of the findings of the investigation. Let's begin with the year 2021. Of the 33 projects that got UNDEF funds, 11 went to CSOs linked to Open Society Foundation. At the top was Lebanese Center for Human Rights. It received a grant of $2,75,000 for a project titled Safeguarding Human Rights Amid Crisis in Lebanon. The group lists Abad as a partner. OSF is a donor to Abad. Year 2020. Of 30 projects that got UNDEF grants, 10 were linked to OSF. Lebanon-based NGO, Abad Resource Center for Gender Equality received a grant of $4,95,000 for a project to engage with civil society organizations and youths in gender-inclusive citizenship and leadership. Abad receives grants from OSF as well. Year 2019, of 32 grantees, 11 were OSF beneficiaries. A regional NGO called Africa Czech Foundation got $4,95,000 for a project to foster media literacy for evidence-based decision-making in Nigeria, Kenya and South Africa. ACF lists OSF as a partner. 2018, of 46 UNDEF recipients, 12 have a connection with OSF. The Cairo Institute for Human Rights Studies that works in the West Asia, North Africa region received $2,75,000 for a project to empower a new generation of human rights advocates. OSF is a donor to Cairo Institute. Year 2017, of the 48 UNDEF recipients, 15 are linked to OSF. At the top is the Kofi Annan Foundation, which received $2,75,000 for a project to strengthen electoral process with integrity in sub-Saharan Africa. The foundation receives funds from OSF. Year 2016, of the 43 UNDEF recipients, 6 are linked to OSF. The top recipient is Search for Common Ground in Central African Republic, which got $2,42,000 for a project to promote democracy through the establishment of permanent, participatory, inclusive and collaborative citizen dialogue. It lists an OSF affiliate as a partner. Year 2015, of the 44 UNDEF recipients, three are linked to OSF. Actions Associative in Tunisia got $2,42,000 for a project to build public participation, trust and transparency in local government towards participatory decision-making. The Civil Society Group is a partner of Lawyers Without Borders, which is funded by OSF. Now, the report goes on to show how Modi government adopts a different policy at the high tables of diplomacy while advocating and adopting aggressive stance against the same issues in domestic politics.
Well, what are your thoughts on this? Share in the comment box below. For more news and updates, you can log on to www.hwnews.in. If you like this episode, please rate us with five stars right now. HW News podcasts are available on Benchpods and all other audio platforms. Also, don't miss to check out South Connect from the House of HW News podcast. And we're sure you'll love it too.